Welcome everyone to Life with COVID-19 podcast. I'm your host, Chadwick Gabriel, also known as Soul of the Explorer. For today's podcast, I, along with three other Valencia students, have decided to collaborate to gain a full perspective on how life changed or didn't change during COVID-19 pandemic. We will each cover a different aspect of society that was affected by the pandemic, beginning with myself, covering on how jobs and the workforce changed on COVID-19. Joining me next is Chaz. I'll be discussing how physical and mental health was affected by the pandemic. Hi, my name is Oscar Romeo, and I'll be talking about important entertainment during the pandemic. Hello, everyone. I'm Nicholas Memphis Harris, and I will be telling you all about the importance of nutrition during the entire pandemic. So like I said, everybody, I'll be covering the job force and some quick uh, unemployment numbers. In June of, or excuse me, in March of 2020, the unemployment rate was at a record high for the state of Florida, which was 14 Point twenty percent of people in the state of Florida were unemployed. Uh, that number today, as of March 2021, is now at 4.7. So it's good to see how many people have returned back to work. But uh, it, the pandemic affected everybody in multiple different industries, whether you're a CEO or whether you were just uh, you know, a bagger or a bartender or anybody, especially in the service industry. Uh, it has affected everybody at uh, different capacities in life. So uh, I have Mike Gaylor, who was part-time while her job was on furlough, here to talk about uh, her experience working. Oh, all right, so <clears throat> it's pretty interesting to see how many uh, industries were affected, especially when you, know, you have some people who, like I said, have their dream job, dream career, and things that they went to school for, and all of a sudden had that all taken away due to the pandemic. Uh, my friend Adriana, who I interviewed in a previous podcast, uh, had her dream job being a flight attendant. And we all know flight attendants took a big hit during this time. And so, you know, one quote that she left me with was, after you have your dream job, where else do you go afterwards? Uh, that was pretty, <laughs> that's pretty hard because it's like you go to school for so long and you stress and uh, spend so much time and energy focusing into a career just to have it taken away is really hard. Have you guys had anybody who was affected uh, during this pandemic? Um, with me, it was my father. Um, my father recently got laid off about, well, to date a year now from his previous job with a company where he, who we have been working for for about 10, nine years now. But um, due to the pandemic he realized that he got a sense of urgency and a second calling to start up his side business what he was doing while he was working so he decided to do he decided to invest more time into that since he wasn't working anymore and it's been great he's been loving the time the flexibility so in in my family situation i would say that COVID 19 actually played actually played a pivotal role in changing the dynamic because we realized the importance of ownership and equity and certain stuff. And now we're able to have our own time and our own flexibility. And through our father experience, through my father's experience, it inspired, it inspired my mother and me to, you know, work for ourselves and to be more self-invested, which I'll be talking about with physical and mental health. He actually inspired me with that. So I thank him for that. Nice. Right. Very cool. Anybody else, uh, Nick or Oscar? Uh, in my case, I had like good luck, and my father at the beginning have to close the store, but now he's good. Um, well, that's all. 
my family was mostly fortunate because my brother is in shipping and my mother is a medical worker. My father was not so lucky, however, as he was in transportation with Disney and his entire division got laid off. They even shut down his entire section, so it just doesn't exist anymore. He's he's still looking for a job, so it's still tough. Wow. Yeah, no, I definitely know how that goes. It's interesting because one thing is I think that everybody's realized is maybe the career that they were stressed out of and they were missing out on time with their family, uh, or maybe it's a job that they didn't enjoy or a job that they did enjoy or just wanted to try something new. You know, as sad as it is for someone's job to be eliminated, at the same time, that can give somebody the chance to step back and say, hey, you know what? I want to try something new. So then they're able to kind of reinvent themselves, I guess I should say. But um, yeah, so there was a bittersweetness or there was a, a positive, I guess, to come out of it. You know, people were able to push themselves and um, become innovative and do new things. So all pressure can make diamonds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But then I'll um, go back to you, Chaz. You said that you were having, um, you got into fitness and wellness or fitness, I believe it was that you said during the pandemic. Tell us yeah. a little bit about that. The physical and the mental health. Um, my person would talk. So I play from this perspective starting now. Good day, everybody. My name is Teron TK the Brand Knowles. I'm a ISSA, International Sports Science Associate certified personal trainer, certified nutritionist, and I'm also TRX qualified. Um, to be honest with you, during the new time and new age of the COVID-19 pandemic, mentally, it took a toll based on me now becoming more adaptable, me creating and becoming more innovative. It actually brought out the best in me, to be honest. And I took that as an initiative to challenge myself uh, to become more accessible to people on a virtual platform and it provided such that, that avenue, um, actually by Zoom, actually by WhatsApp chat, video calls, actually by FaceTime. Um, and it just allowed you to think freely and allow you to recreate yourself as a brand. Um, as it relates to the physicality of it, everybody you know with the stagnation of working out with the gyms being closed, you had to become more creative, um, learning new moves, learning new steps, taking in your health into consideration more, being more proactive rather than reactive. And all these things with a compilation of staying grounded allowed me as a personal trainer and also as a telecoms engineer to take flight and to become more, more groomed, you know, more advanced and more actually marketable to all the people that need this help. Um, I hope this helped. You know my slogan, I will, I can, I must. To piggyback off what Mr. Nord said, um, I'll give my own personal testimony. I can vividly remember a year ago on March 17, 2020, beginning the spring break of our then spring 2020 semester, COVID-19 reports had bumped up in the local media, causing persons to be parry and intimidated of the things that is going on around them and unsure of things that will happen in the near future. With this came my immediate family members, being my mom and dad, worried about what will happen to me. Picture this. I'm an 18 year old, 18 year old in a foreign land with very little friends to help me navigate through the city. But even in this stage, like I said earlier before, this was new to everyone. So you have to take into account that it was a primal and a survival state, meaning persons were only looking for their people and not reconsidering the people around them. But to piggyback off my sentiment, my mom urged me to come home 
in light of the pandemic, like any mother would. The world was in, in light of the panic mode, the world was in, but I said I didn't. It didn't make any sense to me because my mom was paying the rent and I couldn't finish school over here. I made a promise to my parent that I would keep myself safe. And my mom said, how? And I told her that I'll begin physical, doing physical exercise. I started doing it five days a week, starting from that week up. When I began my fitness journey, I was 197 pounds. I was overweight, very low on energy, even though still happy and proud to be who I am in my skin. I knew in order to keep myself safe, when I began my journey, I was 197 pounds, overweight, very low on energy. Even though I was still happy and proud to be who I am, I knew in order to keep myself safe, I had to begin, I had to put my body through the rigorous exercises to boost my body functions. With this new plan of action, I began changing my diet from basically anything I could get my hands on to just meat and vegetables. And I only ate twice a day with the physical side and I started doing athletic training on YouTube. I did this five times a week, like I said, and in less than a month, I noticed the changes. I instantly got addicted to the feeling of losing weight and now seeing body parts such as my shoulders and chest getting formed of definition, it kept me going. Looking back now, these things were the stepping stones of my now one year journey in my fitness life. I am mentally glad due to me being more confident in myself because of the gym, but also giving back to myself at least four times a week with a yoga session and a meditation. This all in all keeps me sane during the pandemic and it can help you too. With getting your physical and mental health together, you heard it all. But all I can tell you is if you really want to achieve something and you're sick and tired of it, you will force yourself to change. And when you do change, I want you to focus on the small improvements in those areas. For example, instead of doing exercises five days a week when you first start, by doing only two, three times a week, you can implement it into your routine, which will then it will become familiarity to you. And then you can add extra days on as you continue in your weight loss journey. Focus on what you can eat and make a diet centered around healthy foods that you love and that you can withstand for the rest of your life if needed. And as for your mental health, take five to 10 minutes out of your day to breathe in and out your nose and out your mouth in a continued variation. You can do yoga as well to give back to your mind and body. And let water run down on, let water run down on yourself in the shower. These are some of the many things that you can do to rejuvenate your mind and refresh it to tackle on more of life's activities. I want you to listen to I want you to listen to know that this road will not be easy. Developing these things is a daily fight. I want you to remember that you are not alone. During the COVID-19 virus, I think that it was due to the gyms closing down and due to everything closing down. Persons are creative in the sense that they had to find different routines and different stuff to keep their physique or start losing weight because they realized the seriousness of the virus. So wondering what did you guys do? I would tend to do my own workouts in the garage, mostly with a stick and puck because I play hockey. I was just, you know, like they say, the whole new year knew me. So I just actually started, you know, that's probably a poor mantra to have now. <laughs> but, um, but so for me, I was doing the whole gym thing until they closed down. Uh, I was just getting back to doing kickboxing. 
Uh, and then I would do like lightweights and stuff like that a time or two out of the week. Uh, after the gym's closed, you know, it's very hard, at least for me, to do the at-home workouts. And I know, again, going back to people being innovative, I know people are trying to be innovative and do at-home workouts. For me, I just need the actual setting. Um, so for as far as work, I didn't really do too, too, too much, maybe just like stretched during the day um, or got more into stretching. Um, and then I would just take my dog for a walk just to get out of the house. That was pretty much the extent of my exercising, but it was also good to get out of the house to get some fresh air and stuff like that. Yeah. What I was going to say to you too, if he was finding, if he was finding ways to um, exercise and stuff, I was probably going to tell, actually, if you had a dog or if you had a pet that you could walk around. Um, and with that, you could implement in five minute intervals of jogging so that mm-hmm. you could just continue to stay active. Or you can invite a friend if they have a dog or if they have a pet. Um, having a pair group can sometimes be beneficial to people who don't yeah, have yeah. the self discipline, who don't have the drive to do it, realizing that their friend, especially if their friend is in a similar situation as them, either trying to lose or gain weight, having a supportive pair system is always essential in this mental and this physical journey. So, not the piggyback, not to cut off Oscar, but Oscar, you were saying? I think I, I've already sleep, but uh, I used to play soccer with my friends, but because of quarantine, we couldn't. So, I mostly walk my dog, or I mostly walk, and I did boxing too. So, that's it. Very cool. I like that all of us stayed active, at least during the at least during the pandemic, that was really cool that all of us stayed active. Some of us more beneficial than others, but podcast. Oscar will be talking about the entertainment industry. Hello, guys. Uh, okay, now about entertainment and how the pandemic affected. Many people' activity has been impacted by the COVID-19. Festival, concerts, and org activities have been canceled due to the public health restrictions caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Many holidays and major gatherings have been canceled or postponed. Despite the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, there is still plenty of entertainment to be found. Finding enjoyable activities may now be even more necessary. Things that you enjoy can distract you from problems and help you deal with challenges of life. These are some activities you can do to entertain yourself during COVID-19. Tabletop game. Couples and family that have been separated for a long time and rediscovering the appeal for car or tabletop games. Gathering around the table is a great way to socialize and a friendly alternative to video games. Not only that, but physical games are not limited to face-to-face competition. People use video chat or apps to play board games online. For example, I used to play online with my friends. Um, some of them, I, was, I wasn't talking to them very much. Some of them were lost. Some of them were in another country. So the, the COVID-19 also um, affected the entertainment world, like cinemas, movies, and and sports. Something that really hurt to me was that the MLB have to stop during the preseason. So I asked uh, an expert, his name is Carlos. He's a baseball broadcaster for uh, for a TV channel, and he told me this. COVID-19 has affected humanity in an overwhelming way. Major League Baseball couldn't be the section. The commissioner office was always in favor to, of playing the 2020 season as was the Major League Baseball Players Association, MLBPA. However, 
do the pandemic and what will obviously be a season where fans in the stadiums, the MLB has to rethink the season by the effect on the pandemic side that could affect the teams, their players, and the big leagues in, in itself. All this led MLB to look for solutions to try to get ahead, to go ahead and reduce as much as possible the losses that would suffer during this a season with COVID-19 pandemic. The negotiations were not weren't easy, but MLB was able to resolve and get go ahead. An agreement was reached by the MLBPA for a season of 60 games with appropriated salaries to their players according to the number of matches. In addition, the postseason was expanded so that instead of the use of 10 teams, 16 will classify to the playoffs, which allowed a significant increase in, in television rights, which was a key point to lower the losses. The season began, and although there were teams like the Marlins or as the Cardinals who has to stop at some point because of the virus, the season came to a happy end, demonstrating MLB to have an optimal system and a regulation to fight COVID and get ahead with the season successfully. Even allowing 30% of the fans in Arlington at the Modern Rangers Stadium for the National League Championship Series and the World Series. Thank God the MLB could have the season um, for my fantasy team. The, the pandemic help me to reconnect with my old friends. Can I hear like what activity did you do during the pandemic to entertain yourself? I ended up getting into a lot of RPGs, mainly Dragon Age, Mass Effect, Xenoblade Chronicles, really long games that I normally wouldn't have time for because I'd like to head out with friends or I had school to go to. Suddenly I had time to play them. So I did. Definitely some enlightening experiences, I'll say. With me, uh, with me being being from home and with me being from the Bahamas and being over in the United States, a lot of my friends are actually back home. And game and social media was one of the ways that I kept myself entertained during the the pandemic. I never really used to play video games like that, like that before the pandemic started because of schooling and life activities. But since the world was stopped, I had to back on the video games and I got more interested into the video games. And during that time, me and my friends got closer because we would joke around on what's ever going on back home. And I'll tell them about stuff that was going on over here. And so it, it made more of a fun experience reconnecting with my friends and for even some getting closer with my friends. More now, we don't necessarily play games as much as we used to before the pandemic started, but we have groups. We have group. We have the group where we talk and we send funny videos and we discuss things. But I would say the pandemic and the video game aspect of things really caused my family, my friends, it caused us to get closer and reconnect with one another because we realized the importance of family and friends during the pandemic because really that's some some of us that's all we have in this time and especially for me being over there by myself sometimes it was beneficial to reconnect with people back home to keep me level and keep me headstrong on what i have to do because school was getting tough and 
living on your own can be tough, especially at my age. So I appreciate yeah. that. I know, I, know, I know what you mean. Chadwick? Yeah, so for me, as far as entertainment, um, it was almost little to none. I was pretty much just that person who was binge-watching Netflix and, you know, some more nostalgic movies or movies just from, like, you know, me growing up. Um, and then uh, I would write here and there, and then eventually, like, um, I just started doing my own podcast, really. You know, I had time to do that, and I got into another little hobby that was um, doing freelance voiceovers, but nothing, like, too grand. So that was pretty much how I, I guess, tried to entertain myself some days. <laughs> yeah. Which seemed really long, so, yeah. It almost made you think, it almost made you think, too, about what if the pandemic, in terms of the entertainment aspect of things, it almost made you think, what if the pandemic that happened, like, maybe about 30, 40 years before, 30, 40 years before this time, like, people would be going crazy. Like, you you, you would have to send letters, especially for people abroad in the, and over yeah. in different countries who don't send letters to get them on, it'll be really, really confusing. Okay, now my friend Nicholas will give uh, will talk about it and how it through the pandemic. Thank you, Oscar. So I'm sure we've all heard this song and dance before. How eating healthy is important to well stay healthy. The thing is, is that during a pandemic, that's even more critical than ever. The World Health Organization has a ton of information out there about what types of food you should eat and what types of food you should eat during a pandemic, how your eating habits need to change, how veggies, fruits, they become even more critical because they help your immune system, they help your enzymes work. And it just is overall better for your body's immune system to be ready in case of an actual infection than it would be for somebody who's in a bad state of health, has bad blood pressure, it has a weakened immune system. The immunocompromised were some of the uh, highest casualties of the pandemic, but that doesn't all necessarily come back to eating healthy, but eating healthy and having good eating habits does help. However little it may be, even if it is a little bit of help, that's still better than having no help for your immune system. I really began to focus on trying to eat better, eat more veggies, eat more variety of veggies, eat better fruits, so apples instead of bananas, more fiber instead of sugar, cutting out snacks little by little, so granola bars, nope, no more. White bread, gone. We use whole wheat instead, and then we transition to whole grain. It's, it is difficult sometimes. Like You really are in the mood for something, and you just don't have it anymore. Your, your quick reach for a snack whenever you have a craving is gone. Like You don't have it anymore. But it's better for you, not just for your, not just for your body, but for your immune system. And that's what I want to get across here, is that you, it, you have to do everything you can for yourself, for your body, in case of an infection, you can be as cautious as you want, wear a mask, clean your hands, make sure everything is safe, and you still might be unlucky enough to get it. In that case, eating healthy, being in good overall health, 
ultimately will give you an advantage if COVID does strike you. Now, that's all well and good. So obviously I can give all the advice in the world about how you should get this type of food, get apples, get kale, get spinach, get all that. And obviously that's, that's all well and good, but another problem with the pandemic was that it shut down a lot of restaurants. It shut down a lot of food places. Food suddenly became a little bit scarce, just a little bit. But ultimately, the biggest issue at the beginning of the pandemic was, well, how do we get food safely? Like, how are we going to go about actually going into the store if every time I step outside my home, I have a chance of getting infected? This is where I asked my professor, Stephen Burroughs. He is a licensed dietitian as well as a nutrition professor. It was his class that got me interested in nutrition in the first place, and he has been a huge help. So I'll let him take it from here. How do you get good food, healthy food during a pandemic? I have heard that you are a registered dietitian nutritionist as well as a nutrition professor. So I'd like to ask your advice. How would one go about safely acquiring good, healthy food during a pandemic? Well, that's a great question, Nicholas. So luckily, uh, because of the pandemic, there's been a lot of innovation with food safety, which includes not only sterilization of countertops at grocery stores, but social distancing and uh, face masks used uh, in all of our retail institutions that we typically purchase food from. But there's also been a huge increase in the use of grocery apps, including things like Uber Eats and other delivery uh, companies that can provide a touchless, contactless way for people to purchase healthy foods. But the most important thing is that people still get access to food, um, even if it may not be ideal. And so the best way to do that is to rely on family and friends for at-risk individuals who may not be able to go out shopping like the rest of us. All right, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, my pleasure. And there you have it. Ultimately, it has become easier than ever to stay safe while getting good food. Now, obviously it's not foolproof, but it's definitely better than nothing. So guys, tell me, did your eating habits change at all? If they did, how did they change? So for me, my eating habits definitely changed. Um, in the beginning of the pandemic, I was not really willing to cook. Uh, I was just feeling very lazy and like a couch potato. So of course I do Uber Eats and DoorDash were like my best friends. So I had very poor eating habits. And then of course, when I found out I'm getting ready to go back into public and work and stuff like that, excuse me, it's like my freshman year all over again, where I gained my freshman 15. So yeah, so it started off really bad and then kind of took a curve and went, went for the better. Still working on it though a year later, but yeah. <laughs> Well, with me, like I said, our, our topics kind of play, played on and on. Um, I noticed during the pandemic, 
I was about four or five months in, so my diet was already established. I was eating meat, vegetables, and um, eating meat, vegetables, and fruit. I wasn't eating that much rice. I still only eat rice once a week. Um, my carb sauce is more healthier carb sauce, like sweet potatoes and um, oats. Mm -hmm. But the main thing that I say changed about my diet was that I cut out pork and I don't eat beef. So the only thing that I, ha I have been recently eating is chicken and fish for the past about four or five months now. So I've kind of leaned out on that. Um, I don't drink no more. Um, so I cut out those extra things out of my um, my diet. But, and I supplement them for things such as, I start adding vitamin pills and supplements too to keep my body afloat, to keep my body ready for the things that I have been locking. And I'll say overall, I feel better because of the things that I'm putting inside of my body. Well, in my case, I'm gonna be honest. I, I changed my, my, my diet. I mean, I am a guy that like young food and fast food. So bring different, Maybe I have to change, change it for myself, for my health. But but it was hard, you know. During during that time where of afternoon that after lunch and before dinner, that you always hungry and you know what to do. Well, during that time, I I used to eat chocolate and cream fries and something like that, but. During the pandemic, I changed the habit and eat more fruit like apples and watermelons, something like that. We hope you learned something from this podcast. Life with COVID-19 has been difficult. There's no doubt about that. Everybody everywhere has had to deal with it in some way, shape or form. We hope that our stories proved relatable or perhaps our advice proved useful at the same time. With that, we thank you for tuning in to the Life with COVID-19 podcast. Thank you all for listening. Peace.